Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. It's Judy. Hey guys, it's Sana. Hey. Hey. <laughs> We're back. We're excited. It is the holiday season. Time? Time. Whatever it is. So welcome to our fifth annual Woman of Marvel gift guide. Every year we do this, and it, everyone kind of loves it out there, so we're going to keep on doing it. Also, we love to just look at things on the internet and decide what we like to buy for ourselves. It's Isn't my favorite boring? activity to just look online of all the things I could buy that are Marvel-related. And I got to say, we have a lot we more a lot. great stuff now in the last couple of years. But, I mean, we have great content, great characters, but some cool stuff. So very I'm very excited for this particular episode. Also, because we have some really awesome guests. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. First, we have Alice Rosenthal from Creative Services. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Alice. It's my first time joining yeah. the podcast. So excited to be here um, and to share our gift-giving ideas with you all. I am with the uh, Brand and Franchise Creative Services team. I am the business and content manager. I have been with Marvel for... T minus seven ish years yeah. now. Oh my gosh. Um, and this is my first podcast. So super excited. I'm Finally. Really excited. Yes. And Alice has the personality for a podcast too. For radio. So for radio. Well, for television, for everything. So we're Thank you. I was going to say, you. like, is that a dig yeah. on my face? No. But, <laughs> but I, just think, I, just think, I just think of you, like, in the 1940s, like, on radio, like, doing those, like, scripted Oh, my gosh. Things. Thank you. Thank you so, <laughs> so much. So if this job isn't working out for you, here's your second option. I'm really excited. I won't tell Chris Caro that, but that will stay between <laughs> us. Chris Caro is the head of creative services at Marvel, just FYI. And Alice is great for this because she deals a lot with our different licensees. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that we have in development, particularly for studios content. And uh, so she knows what's going on. And she also is very well versed in a lot of the products that we're about to talk about. Cool. And then we've got Jamie. Hi. Beverly. Hi. Did I say that right? You did. You said it exactly right. I was right. expecting you to say it like the other way that we Frivale. talked about it. Yeah. Better. Frivale. Even though she's not Italian. But not cool. even a little bit. It's a little crazy. Yeah. Hi. I am an editor for Marvel.com. And I also co-host This Week in Marvel. So you've heard me before, listeners. Yeah. Well, we're blending the waves today. We're with, synergizing. Uh, yes. We're synergizing. Yeah. And I think that it's a great group of ladies to talk about the different sort of, because we all like slightly different things. Mm -hmm. Our fashion is a little different. Our style or the things we buy for. Clearly, I just buy for myself. Sana buys for her family because she's really nice. Well, because I have 12 nephews and nieces, and I'm broke because oh of my. that. So. <laughs> no. so our picks are a mix of sort of, you know, things that we would like to gift, things that really, like, caught our eye for ourselves or our family or our friends. So hopefully they find a way into your holiday shopping. Yes. And whether or not you celebrate the holidays, this is just a great gift guide for you to get throughout the year, whether it's for a birthday I don't know. What else is there? Wednesday. Oh, what a Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Days that end in Y. Good. All there yes. you go. All yeah. excellent reasons mm -hmm. <laughs> to buy a gift for someone you love, like, kind of, are okay with, slash, or yourself. Or your cat. Or your cat. So, well, I'll be, some of these would be interesting on your cat. I don't know. Um, when in doubt. Okay, so we're going to, we have... <laughs> Went a world. Full circle, cats everywhere. <laughs> okay, so we have sort of four categories that we're each going to pick something that we like. And the first one is to read. So obviously we have a wide selection of comic books and trades and novels. So I'm going to kick it off. 
And um, my pick is the Marvel Fearless and Fantastic. It's an amazing collection of all the female superheroes within the Marvel Universe. I feel like it's a great book for sort of, you know, a young reader up and coming or even just someone who's within the the Marvel world but wants to know more about all the different female characters because we have so many. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so am I next? Who's next? Alice, I'll let you go next. You're okay, a guest. I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to intro it, then I'm going to throw it to you, because you probably know this even more. Ooh, okay. I picked this book, one, because it literally is the perfect size for a stocking, and I just think that is so great for kids. Nieces, nephews, you can buy in bulk. But it is the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, Miles Morales. Um, I'm just falling head over heels for this character. He's really having his moment in the sun right now. And it's just a really great introduction to a new character, something that you're familiar with in Spider-Man, but just a really cool take on it. Miles is fantastic. You get to learn about the Spider-Man universe and the multiverse. So it's just a really nice intro to it. You don't need that much backstory. You can kind of just jump right in and say, this is for a new fan, or I just you know want to fall in love with this character as well. So... So Alice and I had similar picks, but mm-hmm. don't worry, I have so many picks because <laughs> I just can't. It's too hard for me to decide. Obviously, my background is an editor, so I love this stuff. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, is great. You have great taste, Alice. Thank you so much. I was just thinking the same thing about you. Thank you. We're like the same person. I'm so smart. <laughs> love um, this podcast. It's so positive. This is why I wanted Alice. I feel so reinforced. <laughs> All we do is compliment each other so that we basically get compliments back. Yeah. We just want to feel good about ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, so what I actually, I have on the table the three books that we have in this line. They're all called Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. Miles Morales is the first one. And I would probably say the the best one. Why? Because I was an editor on this project back in the day when these came out. So they're collections. They're great stocking stuffers. But also, they're really great to give to, like, the young people in your life who are getting into comics for the first time. These are really accessible collections. They're collecting comics um, that we've done that are intro stories to uh, these characters. So they include Spider-Gwen and Miles Morales. And then there's also a Fearsome Foes, which is all the Spidey villains. And so as you guys may have heard, there's a big animated film coming out introducing Miles Morales to the entire world. We've loved him for years here. So I'm personally very excited about it. But that's not the only book I chose. Oh, really? No way. Yeah, I know. Surprise. I like everything. (laughs) There's also, everyone's going to be so shocked I'm bringing this up, Hey, there's a Marvel Rising graphic novel out. Oh, man, no way. You don't don't say. Tell me more about that. Wow, guys, I'm so excited (laughs) that you're excited. The Marvel Rising graphic novel is also a collection of a great event that we did, which was a crossover between the Ms. Marvel and Squirrel Girl comic book series. And it's just an event where Ms. Marvel and Squirrel Girl meet for the first time, and it's super adorable. It's very much set in comics continuity, but it's a reflection of the awesome Marvel Rising animation that's out there. Again, another entry-level accessible book that you can give to people who are getting to comics and Marvel for the first time. It's super adorable. It's beautiful. We're really proud of it here. So, yeah. Jamie, what do you got? Oh, I kept it in the family, too. Except I chose a book that is written by one of our fellow show hosts, Lorraine Sink, and it is Marvel Powers of a Girl. Yes. It is available for pre-order now, but it comes out in February, I believe. Yeah. And I'm just excited by anything Lorraine makes because she is an angel and (laughs) an incredibly talented and beautiful and helpful wonderful person since I started at Marvel and I mean everybody here has been very supportive and helpful to like bring this like battered rescue dog into the fold so yes Marvel Powers of a Girl by Lorraine Sink very excited for it I also had a runner up which was the um, Moon Knight 
collection, yeah. which I really dig Moon Knight. So I don't know how to get into Moon Knight other than to just like jump right into a collection that looks really beautiful and reads really beautiful. So like, and that's a very trippy character, Moon Knight. Like, yeah. you just don't know if he's like, if he has a split personality disorder or if, like what he's experiencing is what he's experiencing. I All also of it, just yeah. wonder how he keeps his costume white. I mean, really, lots of bleach. Hard hitting questions. He yeah. probably sure. forgets no, one one personality washes it and then he forgets when he switches over. So he just is always washing it, taking to a dry cleaner. That means he's really clean. I'm he's really proud. Super of him. clean. Tons of showers. I know, the, I know the goal isn't to like sell to just us right now, but you guys just totally sold me on that character. Right? I'm like, hold on, let me go. Here's She's my like afternoon. a very, very clean man who basically <laughs> washes, does laundry, huh, into it. The bar's not that high, though, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, I writer and ask them that. To, to, yeah. to write in a scene about them washing the costume. I yes, really I think that'd be great. Like, that'd be great. We got a scene. We have the power. You have the power. You do we have do. the power. I do. I want to use it responsibly, though. I don't know if this That's is the most Please. Son, I have so many ideas, and I want to use your power to make them happen. Oh my god! Isn't this podcast it's just over like evil now? Kathleen? No. Okay, okay, next. Okay, we're Gotta gonna go, go to the next category, which I think might be all of our favorites. It is to wear, um, and so this is you know uh, one of the amazing things that sort of has happened over the last probably like ten or so years here at Marvel is that we've really broadened our ability to like make tons of clothing, not just for men, not just for women, for kids, for everyone. Um, and it's it kind of makes me cry a little bit because I remember when I first started here, I would have to buy men's big T-shirts and mm. like sew them to make them into a dress. And now I literally can go onto like 20,000 brands mm. and they make so many wide selection of clothing for all different people out there. So Muster, Muster Brands is this clothing designer based in Europe and they do these beautiful like sweaters and cardigans of all the different nerd spectrums. And they have a Captain Marvel cardigan. Of course, I bought it. Of course, I'm going to wear it on a future podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's such great material. They have a lot of selection of other stuff. They have a Ant-Man one. I mean, a, a Wasp one. They have a Black Panther one. All I know is that I had Kayla Bill on my team come into my office when you shared that link. And we could have been like curing like the world of cancer and she was like stop what you're talking about right now what is that (laughs) where do I get it and I'm like okay dokey so your pick was kind of everything loved it really good cardigans can save the world yeah yes especially in the winter and it looked rich but it wasn't that expensive like you're not gonna have to like just eat ramen for the month of December to get that cardigan which I love and I think one of the great things of the stuff that we're doing lately is sort of like cash fandom clothing where you could wear this. And if you didn't really know what comics or like this upcoming movie is, is about, you could wear this normally instead of having like a giant like shirt that says, I'm a nerd. Sometimes you want to be a little bit more on the down low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've got such, well, Captain Marvel in particular is such great um, iconography. Iconography? Iconography, yes! Oh, Don't ask me. I, I was just going to roll with it, but I was like, wait, what? But it's just, it's it's really great. And I, the, actually, that's my favorite kinds of apparel now is just like the hints yep. to yeah. the Marvel Universe. And if you're a fan and you kind of know, you like know exactly what the other person is wearing. If you're not, you're like, oh, that's a cool that's a cool looking design. I will say as, you know, an additional pick, anything Loungefy makes is amazing. Oh. I get so many compliments on my Marvel, my Marvel Heroes backpack that I wear all the time. And there's a Captain Marvel one, which I am, and like going to buy myself. But yeah, anything Loungefly, wallets, bags, handbags. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's all good. Also good. 
that kind of reminds me of my my pick because my pick is very icon based and it is the her universe Captain America sweater. Mm. It's a really nice slim looking blue sweater with the Captain America shield on it. And I had the same problem a few years ago trying to find like a non boxy t-shirt that would fit me and when her universe came out and had all of these like female body friendly like styles that weren't just boxy t-shirts it made my world and I got to interview Ashley Eckstein at San Diego Comic-Con and pretty much cried in her lap just being Mm -hmm. so thankful for everything that she's done and plus it's a Captain America shield so it's like you're basically bulletproof which is like the most recognizable icon that we have like it's pretty incredible like globally not to put on my corporate nerd hat but like globally it's like the most recognizable one because obviously people Love Captain America, but there's just something specifically about that icon, which as much as it's very American, it's also just very Marvel. So I love it. I, I see it like everywhere that I travel. I love it. Yeah. Alice, what do you have? So some I'm a horrible person sometimes. I love those gifts where you give and you're like kind of hoping that somehow it makes its way back to you. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Um, I, I usually just don't end up giving it. Yeah, like, yeah. I got this for oh, someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, and I'm air quoting right now, which is super helpful in a podcast, <laughs> but my gift for others, I am so happy. We are finally in the ugly sweater game. Yay! And <laughs> the, the word ugly is so, so wrong in this because these are everything. They are. Is it though? Yes, oh, it is. They're everything. They're everything. They're over patterned. The icons are just like used and abused way too much. And our friends and wonderful partners over at Mad Engine have a great line this year. And there is one that features two of my favorite things Deadpool and tacos. So the ugly sweater, Deadpool featured by Mad Engine, is something to really, really check out. For him, for her, for your parents, for just the giggles of it all. I absolutely adore it. It brings joy, and I defy you to not smile while you are wearing it. I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and it's right? like if, if I brought a veg. It's it's exquisite. It is. Um, it's like if Philip Glass music was somehow translated into a Deadpool movie, and then they made that into a sweater. Mm-hmm. Imagine wearing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. that was such a good mm-hmm. I'm really into it now. You sold me. <laughs> yep. You can't even see the visual, I mean, right? Yeah. It's ugly great. sweaters are all the rage. Everyone all has like rage. parties where they have ugly sweaters. I'm wearing. I don't know if I'd call this an ugly sweater. It's a, no, it's not. It's, it's too not. adorable. It's literally. I went and bought it yesterday. It's literally a cat stuck in. Christmas lights. It's a gem. Uh, it looks thrilled to be stuck in those lights. The LEDs work. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, but uh, obviously, if you guys have amazing ugly sweaters, you should send them to us. Hashtag Woman of Marvel on Twitter. Because <laughs> I want to see them. <laughs> well, uh, my pick, uh, guys, guess what I picked this time? <laughs> no way. Is it start with R? <laughs> so, <laughs> Marvel Rising. <laughs> I'm so predictable. But actually, this line is really amazing. It's really amazing. I can't deny. When it's good, it's good, guys. It's okay to be proud of something great that you made. You know, and Alice has been around seeing all of the Marvel Rising development. It's so great. And Kayla, who we mentioned earlier, who is a designer on uh, Chris Finecarra's Creative Services team, who is actually at New York Comic Con drawing for us on uh, Picture This. 
picture this. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, which was super fun. She's super talented. And she actually helped develop a lot of the style guides. So the designs that Kayla worked on are now integrated into a lot of our products, specifically our clothing from Marvel Rising, which is super adorable. So much. We have, like, so much, so many great T-shirts and sweatshirts. I know that there's one in particular that Alice stole, which I wanted, but she got it before me. Which is the I just don't I just I don't steal I creatively acquire things <laughs> and I just want to be very very you have clear to about that. You have to test them out. Yeah, yeah. You just want to make sure it's as part it's of good. the brand team, guys. It's kind of my job. She has to test them forever. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a uh, she has she has a really great Marvel Rising Squirrel Girl sweatshirt, a zip up hoodie, mm-hmm. right? And then you can like put it on your head, and then like she's got the little Meow. ears, and then she's got a little fake tail behind. It's really adorable, and it's so soft. It's so so soft. And you know what? Because it is the holidays and I am feeling very giving, Sana, I think that might be coming your way later. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah, it totally worked. Oh, it, it totally worked. worked. So then, but we require a photo of you in it. Oh my God, totally. Well, it's technically for girls, but like we got the, I think, extra large or large and we could wear it. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have been in kids' clothing all the time yeah. and there is no shame in that. Cheaper. I save a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the other one that I really liked is that there's an America Chavez like denim hoodie jacket, which is so cool and it's got little stars on it. Again, one of those things where I'm like, oh, I could give it to my niece or I could give it to myself. I don't know. I was, I'm torn. But really great. A lot of this stuff is at Target, and it's just a cool line. And and my niece, actually, when I went to go visit them a few weeks back, she, like, came very proudly with all of her rising, like, clothing. So she has, like, a really cool sweatshirt and T-shirt, and my other niece has a dress. And it was really cute and really nice to see them in it. Yeah. The Softline's licensees did a really great job kind of building this into, like, a lifestyle brand. They have – from pillows and accessories to Hasbro just crushing the game with their packaging and the doll line. Seeing that go from the pages of the style guides that Kayla worked on to the aisles of Target, you're just like, oh, my baby's growing up like really, really fast. So well done to all of you guys who worked on that. So great. It's also a, a great segue because my pick was the one of the dolls. To play. So our next thing is to play slash to collect, which is a, a sort of catch-all. Um, so things that you can either play video games, board games, or collect or play with them. I love the dolls, the Marvel Rising dolls. They're amazing. Can I get a closer look at them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, we've got one here. The oh, Miss Marvel, two, Kamala Khan, and the America Chavez. And there actually are different costumes that you can get for them. There's like their mm-hmm. hero costume, and then there's their... Uh, Civilian costume, yeah, which is kind of amazing. So, and Target has an exclusive one for Marvel Rising Squirrel Girl. The one I specifically love and is sitting on my desk right now is the Squirrel Girl one. I love just she looks amazing, and but Target has this exclusive that has both of them in the same box. Mm -hmm. And I bought it for a friend of mine for Christmas. I actually bought something for someone I am. I could be nice, and it's just super amazing. And these are like they're literally dolls. You can collect them if you would like to collect them, keep them in the the box, or you can play with them. Which obviously I do. I just take my squirrel girl to meetings. I just sit there and like it's totally normal, right? Oh, oh, totally normal. She sits on your shoulders, gives you advice. Um, With tippy toe. And yeah, Ellen, there's a little tippy toe in it, which is really adorable. So backstory on these dolls, like, you know, Hasbro did a really great job on on the detail, and Alex can speak to this as well. Like, just on the obviously on the packaging is really beautiful, but the dolls themselves, the details of the clothing, the features, the hair, all of it, like you have to understand this entire team is a group of very different, like 
young men and women and they wanted to make sure that even just the the body of the figures like reflected that so not everyone looks the same even just in terms of the size of their thighs and legs you know compared to one another and you know their heights and just their eye shapes and things like that they really really you know and for a doll company that's really hard because the easiest thing for a doll company to do is to make one mold Right. And that's it. It's all about the molds and how often you can redo it and reuse it. But yeah, you, you nailed it. There's not one thing that you say, oh, this also kind of looks like Miss Marvel or this kind of looks like Squirrel Girl. They're all so different and so unique. And the articulation on them, I said that word so weird. You're so, no, but you sounded so smart. You totally belong on the Women of Marvel and the articulation on them is, <laughs> it's, it's remarkable. They can do so much. You can really, really... Um, just have a lot of fun playing with them and putting them in different situations. And I even am hesitant to even call them dolls because I know, you know, boys and girls alike will just love these. There's diversity in the gender and in the race and in everything. So this line is for everyone. Yeah, actually, quick story. When I showed up to go visit my nephews and my nieces, my nephew, who is yeah. five years old, he's the cutest thing in the world. I've posted about him before. But he, um, his name is Zakir. So cute. And he actually had the Ms. Marvel doll and he was playing with it. And like, like just totally normally, like wasn't like, this is a doll. This is like, he loves Ms. Marvel. And it's just one of the toys he, re- he really likes, yeah. which I thought was pretty amazing. Yeah. That's that makes the future. Me, that, yeah, I was just going to say, it makes me so hopeful about the future. Something that's important to me is scale, and these are Barbie doll size, so you can incorporate the Marvel Rising dolls into your entire Barbie collection. I mean, I used to have a, a massive Barbie collection and used to stage like soap operas and plays up until I was a totally appropriate age to do that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I just 20. feel like yeah, I know what she's doing this weekend. College. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, if I had seen these when I was of the age that I was playing with Barbies, I would have grabbed the entire collection and just like made fan fiction in my head. Well, I feel like your pick also is something that is a little bit of a a throwback to yes that days, but also I mean. It's adorable. It, they are absolutely adorable. They are a throwback. They are Marvel tie beanie babies. And it's a set of four, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Captain America, and the Hulk. They are tiny and adorable. They are throwable. They are juggleable. And they're probably also collectible. Juggleable. Juggleable. More great women of Marvel words. <laughs> is Don't it? worry. It is <laughs> now. Welcome to this podcast. We have a lot of women here. <laughs> But yeah, they're, I feel like Beanie Babies are kind of an easy little gift for a kid. I have a 12-year-old cousin who is super into Marvel, and she loves every kind of Marvel character. She saw Logan in theaters. So Ooh, she's okay. A little, she's a little hardcore, <laughs> but she's also, I've gotten her reading Captain Marvel, The Life of Captain Marvel. I gave her a few issues of that. So she's she's all about it. She's all about her Avengers. She sees everything before I do. Mm-hmm. She's very into it and I love introducing her to stuff like this but yeah simple things beanie babies how do you go wrong with just little throwable dudes you absolutely no. can't super soft comfortable things yeah, yeah. Definitely. speaking of super soft and comfortable mine Ooh. is quite the opposite <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that segue it was so good what's the opposite of a segue <laughs> what is the opposite right so it is the um, the Marvel Legends series the Infinity Gauntlet um, it yes I mean I will rule the world one day. If I just put this yeah. on, you feel so 
powerful and so strong and just so cool. There's no stopping you when you have this glove on. It lights up. The fingers move, articulates again. This it is, makes noise. I'm like getting paid every time I say the word articulate. <laughs> it makes noise. I mean, you put this thing on, I'm telling you, I'm you have the power it. to do anything you want. It's awesome. Can um, you snap your fingers? I've tried it. You can. Nothing happened. It was all safe. So you, safe you, for the holidays. You won't be wiping away half the family that's annoying you. Um, uh, that's over the pointing dinner table. <laughs> I know. Right? That's why everyone um, wanted it. But you really, really need, if you haven't played with it and you haven't, you really, really need to. And then when it is not on you, I actually use it as a centerpiece as well. It is just, it's a glorious, glorious <laughs> thing to have. And you just walk by and you're like, yeah, okay. It's I a got great the power. conversation starter. It too. is it such is a, a great, great conversation, conversation starter. Although I had somebody over recently and they were like, I think enough with the Marvel decor. You know, we, <laughs> they we can got go it. home. And I was now. like, that was your last invite. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Actually, like, it's so well made that um, for Marvel Becoming for our Thanos episode, he used that one. Yeah. Because it's wow. just, it's, it's, it fits him. It fits the size of actual Thanos. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, like he, he was able to articulate it. He just made some extenders into his thing so he could use the fingers. But like, why make anything else? Why buy anything else when you can just get something that's not, it's actually, it's only $100. It's $100. It's, it's so. really great. It's so fun. I mean, we are adults or we are playing adults as best we can. <laughs> and during meetings, we put this thing on. Or just all the time. Senior designers, myself, just putting it on as we're having Marvel meetings. And it's it's it brings joy. And it will bring joy to you and your family this season. Especially during your holiday dinner centerpiece. Correct. Correct, Amunda. Um, so what's your pick? So my pick is something a little different. We just released, God, I think it was last month. Was it October? Is it, was it October? It came out in September. Was it September? Yes. It came out in September. Marvel Spider-Man video game, which is on Sony PlayStation. It's pretty amazing. It's, I think, probably one of the best console games that we've put out, God, in the last, like, at least five years. Incredible graphics and uh, some great storytelling as well. It feels very cinematic. Can I say that? But it kind of does. Absolutely. Yeah. And some really cool downloadable characters, um, one of which we were just talking about on our cosplay podcast, Silver Sable. So it feels like the year of Spider-Man. I mean, it's always the year of Spider-Man because, like, he's the best. But it feels like the year of Spider-Man with the game coming out, with Spider-Verse. And then, of course, in publishing, we've got a new series of Amazing Spider-Man with Nick Spencer. So a lot of great different kinds of content, and I feel like this really rounds it out. And whether you're a gaming person or not, I feel like you'll really enjoy it. And it's a really fantastic gift to give to anyone. So that is that is my pick, Marvel Spider-Man on Sony PlayStation. Yeah. The open-worldness of it is the only thing like I want to play. I just wanted to swing around. We actually did an episode recently with some women in gaming, and we had them race from the highest point in New York City to the Brooklyn Bridge to see who would win. It was great. It's a pretty nice celebration of New York City, too. Like, I always love that Marvel's universe took place in New York City. That's what made me such a Marvel girl. And uh, this game is just, it is New York. You are swinging around New York. You're up on top of the buildings, which I'm not very fond of because I don't like heights, but it's not real, so I can handle a video game. (laughs) It really is beautiful. It it totally is cinematic. And they actually have a, they did a new design to the Spider-Man costume, which is always fantastic, but it's like a, a massive white spider that is kind of, 
like spread it spread across his entire yeah. chest. Everything always comes full circle, but that icon, yeah, it's translated into consumer products as well. So people who have an affinity for the game and who are just falling head over heels in love with it, they're also looking for that icon because it is so recognizable to this game, which is mm-hmm. a really, really great thing that the games team did, mostly for my bottom line in consumer products, but really well done. <laughs> well, so let's keep on the topic of Spider-Man. So our uh, last and uh, uh, category is to watch. Um, and yours is yes. that upcoming animation film that looks amazing. So excited for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I actually was privileged enough to see this film, and I can't recommend it enough. Big takeaway for me is that it is an animated movie. That does not necessarily mean it is for a younger audience. I was laughing out loud, which when everyone else in the theater does, I'm like, ew. When I do it, I'm like, this was amazing. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, you get a really nice introduction into Miles, his family, his culture, his love of Brooklyn. The look is unlike anything you've ever seen the scoring in this movie I was dancing in my seat also probably annoying for those around me and we get introduced to different iterations of the Spider-Man we get Peter Porker oh my god voiced Voiced by that is amazing by John John Mulaney who I was like excuse me at the end could we just have more of John Mulaney talking to Spider-Man Noir who is voiced by Nicolas Cage. I was Amazing. like, there's the next movie. There it is. <laughs> I've written it for you. I just want those two talking about world issues. I don't care what it is. But um, yeah, you you really fall in love with every character. Um, Spider-Gwen, she plays amazingly well in this film. You will laugh. You will cry. You will root for this character. Young, old, not into Marvel, crazy into Marvel. Go see Into the Spider-Verse. You're of Spider-Man, clearly. You're I love Spider-Man. it. You're Spider-Man. Well, we've been talking a lot about New York, and Jamie, your pick is also themed in New York City. Very, Ooh. very. Uh, that is Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix. Daredevil season three is by far, for me, the best season of Daredevil, maybe even possibly any season of any Marvel Netflix show. Mm-hmm. I love this season. I love that it kind of takes the daredevil world of Matt, Karen, and Foggy and Kingpin back to its core. I was blown away and I couldn't stop watching. I had a friend who spent his entire, the entire first weekend it was out, he watched the entire thing in a day. He couldn't stop watching it. And I watched it, you know, as a Marvel employee first. And I then after it was released, I was like, I need to watch it again. Just on a TV and not while on a device, not while distracted. I want to give myself to it and give it my undivided attention. So cannot recommend it more. That was and that was our first Netflix yeah. television show. And I remember God, I remember the day Dan Buckley walked into our offices and he's like, Daredevil is clear for us to use. And that was like our first foray into television. We had gotten the Daredevil rights back and it was just a really exciting moment in time because we're like, what is gonna happen next? But just, you know, the the consistency of that storytelling, the acting Everything about that show is the complexity of the characters Mm -hmm. this year. I mean, they really get into it, and you're just like, Are they gonna be okay? What's going on? Such like internal conflicts with all of them. It's not just punch, kick, kavam, it is really like you dive in and you care about 
Matt Murdock and Daredevil and, and just everyone else involved. Well, yeah. the, the punch kick kabams were also pretty amazing. They were, <laughs> they were pretty amazing. amazing. The best sure. fight scenes. I mean, the hallway, on the hallway scenes are still yeah. The hallway amazing. scene, yeah, the hallway oh, scene in, the in season one and the prison scene in season yes. three. Eric Olsen made a very clear point that that was one shot, one shot, no secret cuts done in, I think, 11 to 12 minutes. Yeah. Eric Olsen nailed the season and we interviewed him a few times. I had a set visit. And the thought and consideration he put into this season, it became his baby. And, yeah, go watch that. Just just watch it, and you'll just keep sitting there. Get a blanket. Yep. Cold out there. Yeah. It's cold out there. Get some cocoa. Well, yeah. and, and another up. thing that you could also watch this year that came out this year, if you didn't see it in theaters, is Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp. I actually had the opportunity to talk to Evangeline Lilly early this year, and it was a phenomenal interview. Like, just the ability to talk about being a woman in Hollywood and just what she stands for and what she believes in is just amazing. And so it's available now on digital release or Blu-ray 4K, and obviously get it for the blooper reel. Oh, yeah. Because Oz. I haven't seen it yet, and now I have to. You just have to get the blooper reel. I have to. Yeah. I, um, when I become a billionaire... Process okay. still in plan. Of I don't course. know how that's going to happen yet, but I want Michael Pena to just walk around behind me <laughs> and narrate like how my day has been going, and that's it. Just to make it rain money, Michael Pena, just tell everyone how I'm doing. That's like, amazing. Yep, I want that. Yeah, <laughs> you should watch it. It's a great film. There's some really fantastic scenes in there. One in particular, which I can't give too much information on, but when uh, Ant Man like channels another character. Oh, I know that scene. Yeah, it's the best. It is like the best five minutes of acting I have seen in quite some time. <laughs> it was brilliant. So it's it's a really great and a great pick, Judy. I really, uh, no. I recommend that as well. I um, wonder what yours is. Huh. I wonder <laughs> I what wonder. mine is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a little uh, uh, animated movie out called <laughs> Marvel Rising. Oh, oh, I had no idea. Okay. Oh, tell us, tell us more. <laughs> Um, I'm a one-trick pony here. Uh, <laughs> when it's good, it's good, Sana. When it's good, it's good. Okay, guys. Marvel Rising Secret Warriors is actually on Disney now right now. What is Marvel Rising Secret Warriors? It is what I talk about every week on the Women of Marvel podcast. Um, it is the next generation of Marvel heroes. Uh, it features Squirrel Girl, uh, America Chavez, Quake, Patriot, Inferno, Ghost Spider, a.k.a. Spider-Gwen, who am I missing? I'm missing one more, and I can't even. My brain's hurting. Lockjaw, lockjaw. Of course, lockjaw, the yes. most important. My puppy. So we have like basically these the, a, a series of prequel shorts, shorts on Marvel HQ YouTube, which is a great teaser to watch right before you watch the official movie where all of these characters come together in the movie called Marvel Rising: Secret Warriors, because that's what they're going to become. It's on Disney now. And P.S. We actually have more content coming out this winter slash uh, 2019. Is that we our don't sneak have a date peek? Yet. Is that a sneak peek? So sneak peek, yeah. We we did a sneak peek actually at Comic Con for the Ghost Rider special, which is coming out, which people are very excited about. Dove Cameron is returning as Ghost Spider. Um, she's uh, fans got very excited, particularly have always been excited about her, but particularly her role in uh, Marvel Rising. So I highly recommend that you check it out, and you can watch it with really anyone. It's very much all ages. So um, surprise, surprise. 
Marvel Rising. Full circle, Marvel Rising. Yes. <laughs> all year, all <laughs> the time. Feels balanced, 2018 guys. to 2019. Yeah. Well, this is our gift guide. There's actually tons more on Marvel.com for the holiday gift guide. Women of Marvel has one. This Week in Marvel has one. Marvel Voices has one. You can go check it out. Uh, a whole bunch of other options for all your friends and family, even yourself. And we're going to have a post on Marvel.com that features all of these links so you guys can go find them, buy them for whatever, Wednesday. What did we decide? Any any day that ends in Y. There any you go. That That's what y. it's for. So so this was a lot of fun. Thank this you, Alice so and Jamie. Fun. Thank yes. you so much Thank for you. having me. Anytime you want to come back, maybe it'll be for the announcement of Alice's Day in the Life of Alice, voiced by Michael Pena. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't it. even know if I can get my mom to watch that, but yeah, sure. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's produce it. <laughs> Audience of four. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Paul Rudd will also come back and lip sync to Michael Pena's <gasps> yes, narration. We, we this is the dream now. Package yeah, pitch. This is the Package dream. pitch it. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us. Uh, and everyone have a happy holiday wherever you celebrate it. This is Marvel, your universe. 